Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Memory Machine Podcast. This one's going to be a a bit of a short one. Things have been kind of crazy lately. Uh, What with summer plans and traveling and all that. and we got a bunch of really great stuff waiting just in the wings for you. But while uh, a lot of those things are being gathered up and ready to be released, I thought I could just put this one out there. Real quick, just to, you know, not give you nothing, but also let you know something that uh, I've been up to this summer, particularly when I went to Chicago. Oh, by the way, my name is Nate Lockhart. I'm the host of this podcast, this historical, anecdotal, pop-cultural podcast that I do bi-weekly, although you be getting this episode uh, this week, and then another episode directly the week after that, another episode directly the week after that, September... It's the month of the memory machine. After all, I've been doing this for a year this month. It's a pretty big deal. Um, so I guess it's mostly just going to be me blabbing, but uh, someone did come with me to some of uh, the things that we're talking about today. Uh, Katie, would you please introduce yourself? My name is Kate Lockhart. Hi. Uh, she's my wife. Uh, we went to Chicago to visit... Uh, her family, and whenever we go out there, I, I try to check out some of the local arcades in Chicago. Um, turns out that city is lousy with them. So this trip was especially um, especially fruitful for arcades. I went to a different arcade every day for four days in a row while I was in Chi- was in the Chicago area. Chicago land area. Chicago land area. Thank you. So I guess without further ado, let's uh, talk about the first one we went to, which is really close to your parents' house, Katie. It's called Twincade in Griffith, Indiana. It's in this, uh, I guess it's a smaller town in, in Indiana. It's definitely not c- city... Uh, it's definitely not a city landscape you know you're getting into when you go to Griffith. No, it's but a much much smaller town feel. It has a main street, which is where yeah. Twincade is located. Very small town, main street looking, typical, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but really cute. And on its way back up, uh, there's been a lot of investment, a lot of small businesses. We went to a comic book shop there mm-hmm. the last time we were home or a yeah. couple times before that. Jane L. Stereo is there. The record store is on that street. And um, there's that charcuterie place. Yeah. Uh, that I believe um, was it, uh, one of your friends, his sister works there or something like that. Or? She's a co-owner. Oh, she's a co-owner. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, but anyway, Twin Kate is really nice. Um, it's a decent selection of arcade and pinball. It's not huge, but uh, I appreciate the selection of games that they have. They have a Joust Machine, which is pretty great, and Robotron, which those are a couple of my favorites right there. And they have a decent selection of pinball, in which they have a couple of your favorites. Do they not, Katie? Yes, they do. Like, which ones? Mm, I don't remember the names of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's that one castle one? Medieval Madness. Medieval Madness. Yes. Yeah. That one's a lot of fun. 
two times ago when we went there, I got on the high score board. I believe you were either number one or number two, weren't you? I was number two. Oh, <laughs> there is photo evidence of it somewhere on my phone. Yeah, and... good, uh, good arcade games. A great selection of of beer and alcohol. I had a great uh, a nitro stout while I was there. It was delicious. But while we were there. It turns out the arcade was not the only thing happening that night. Katie, do you want to tell us what went on while we were there? Nate's first drag show! (laughs) It it was a drag show. We went there, and uh, sure enough, there were... uh, uh, We had to go around the back because they had the stage set up front. So you you walk around back, and sure enough, there's the queens getting all ready. And so we got to see some uh, drag performances, which was interesting. It's not necessarily my cup of tea, but uh, being able to see it live uh, definitely informed me of the showmanship or showwomanship, I guess, in this case, of, uh, of drag shows and, you know, how much performance is put into it. Pure showwomanship of of drag shows. So, um, do you have anything else to say about Twincade? Reasonably priced drinks. Yes, yes. My nitro stouts were, I believe, six bucks. Yeah, pretty good. How much was your rum and coke? You remember? I think it was similar, five or six bucks. That's not so bad. Yeah, for Chicago area. It um, was a nice night. Yes, it was. It was a very nice night. If you ever meet Katie in person, you can. Uh, she can fill you in on a slightly sordid detail that about that night. But this is a family podcast, consarnet. <laughs> so we're not, Nate. They can yeah. just tell you were a newcomer. So of course the drag queens oh, had to yes. single you out. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but do ask me about it, and I'll tell you. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Did we play anything else over there? I think we, we played, played Sunset Riders. Oh, that's a great game. Yeah. Which I had growing up. On the oh, Super wait a Nintendo? Minute. I don't think we had it growing up, but we rented it all the time from the mm. family circle. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. And we also played Pac-Man uh-huh. and Miss Pac-Man. Yep, played Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man. And Which is mostly just me standing around watching <laughs> you play. Because my ter- my turns are much shorter. I, I've been playing those games my li- my whole life. I know them. Well, yeah. if that were the standard, then I should be really good at the Disney Aladdin game on SNES. Oh. But I'm still hideous no, at it. Well, that game's hard. Uh, I think I think I can get past the flying carpet sequence of the original Aladdin game. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. The yeah. one with the lava. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I did it once or twice, and you end up in the. There's a genie level, right, with the clouds. That's when I bow out. And yeah, I was like, nah, I'm so done. It's so hard. I'm done. Um, so the next night after that, uh, Katie was busy doing something. I guess it doesn't really matter what she was doing. It was doing, the but... best thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> oh, really? What was it? I got to see Hamilton. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you saw my face, how excited I, I was. It was, it was uh, a very fun thing. Is that while Katie was out seeing Hamilton, I didn't really feel like spending an extra hundred bucks so I could 
see Hamilton, which I think it's a it's a fine show, but uh, I'm not as enamored of it as Katie is. So I decided to take a little trip around, and I stopped first at an electronics store in Chicago on the very north side. Um, picked up a couple things, and then I went to the Logan Arcade, which is on Fullerton, I believe. Yep, Fullerton Ave. I took the blue line to get down there from where the electronics store was. And that was a very nice arcade, uh, barcade, very, very nice. I had a um, nitro nut brown ale while I was there, and it was very good. I'm sensing a theme here. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what I like? My beer. Yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty cool. They had a great pinball selection. In fact, I would say their pinball selection uh, was the best I saw the whole time in, that I was in the Chicagoland area. Uh, Logan Arcade has a, has a great selection. I played a little bit of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, and they had the Kiss Machine, which uh, is, a, is a really fun one. Um, had a lot of, a lot of great uh, machines. Oh, uh, both the new Star Wars machine and the old one from the early 80s. Uh, wide range of stuff. Of course, they also had uh, Robotron there, so I played it. And Because you got to play Robotron. And I did very, very well. Probably the best I've ever played at that game. And I got, I think, something like 250,000 points on Robotron. Which is by far the best game I've ever played. Of that, they also had some other good ones too. A little, little um, a few uh, cult classics, I guess. Burger Time was there, as was Donkey Kong Three, and I believe they had a Mad Planets machine, which you never see, um, you know, out and about. They also had a couple. I, I, oh, I'm always intimidated by these machines. I never approached them yet, but they had the local Chicago favorite, Killer Queen. Killer Queen, if you don't know, is it, it seems like a like a five or six player melee game that was made in the Chicago area very recently, and has like little leagues all around the city to play this arcade game. Um, and that was really nice. It's a little it it felt a little off the beaten path. It didn't seem like there was much around the arcade down there. Unlike the, the other arcade I've been to. Close to close by there is Emporium, on Milwaukee, and that's. Uh, I've been there. Yeah, you've been there, and that's notably surrounded by a lot of other stuff. Oh yeah. Um, Logan Arcade, not so much. At least I didn't get that vibe. But yeah, that was a lot of fun, and then of course after I did that, I went to go pick up Katie from Hamilton, and I saw her as she was descending. Uh, the balcony staircase coming out of the theater and the look was one of pure elation <laughs> and it was so it good was, and yeah. i've been waiting so long to see it it was it was uh it was a joy to see <laughs> it was a lot of I, I took quite a lot bit of confelicitation and in, in her facial expression um what why why are you rolling your eyes at me Confelicitation. Um, it's a great word. I it love is. that word. Um, I haven't so, gotten enough sleep for you to use words like that. Oh, it's okay. We're going to go to bed right after this. I was going to try to see if I could power through and release this sucker tonight. But yes. that ain't happening. Nuh-uh. Nope. No way. I'm exhausted. Let's watch Frasier. Um, mm, okay. I'll try to stay awake. I'll do my best. 
I'll have some sherry. It is Fraser Crane Day, after all. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, so the next one we went to was... Uh, what was the name of that place? South Moon Barbecue? South that Moon Barbecue. Right. In that Montgomery. That is what it was. In Montgomery. So, ostensibly, I suppose this isn't necessarily a strict barcade. We went there with uh, Katie's sister and her husband, uh, Tom and Colleen, and their boys, uh, our nephews. And uh, had some really good barbecue, some delicious ribs. Uh, we ordered way too much food, actually. So much that we could not possibly have finished all of it. Um, but upstairs, they had some arcade machines. And some decent ones, too. They had a very nicely working Donkey Kong machine, which I feel like every time I come across one of those, it's kind of a crapshoot as to whether or not it's going to be in decent working order. But it was. It, it, it went really well, and I was able to show uh, my nephews uh, the, the the game of Donkey Kong, and, you know, they uh, couldn't com quite complete the first board, but that's okay. <laughs> Donkey Kong is a very hard game. It's very unforgiving. Um, so the fact that they played it more than once, I think, s speaks very well to the game. Uh, that it made them want to keep doing it anyways. Well, they're a good um, age for that kind of game. Yeah, and and I think it helped that I let them know, like, guys, it, it's just a hard game. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it it takes some practice to get to be able to get a game going that lasts five minutes. Yeah, you, know? but you played with the older boys, right? So fourteen and ten. Fourteen and ten, yeah. Or well, 11. Nathan was you know playing around too. He was having yeah. a fun time. He was he was still having fun. Um, you were really excited about some sort of. Uh, um, yes. Hang on. I'll remember the term. <laughs> oh, I'll wait. Uh, you called it a cocktail cabinet. Oh, very good. You a remember. Tron cocktail cabinet. Oh, you were very excited about you it. You do listen to me. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, what did you forget to remember that? Mm, probably something useful. <laughs> That's something we always talk about is uh, Katie can recite a bunch of video game and movie history just because I talk about it all the time and she says because of that uh, she's remembered those things but has forgotten other important things and it's <laughs> she's giving me a look um, but no they have a Tron cocktail cabinet I didn't even know one existed uh, I even had someone when I post, put it up on Twitter they're like are you sure that's a real thing or is that like something someone you know was a custom cabinet that someone made and no it's it really exists, and it was very playable, and I did very poorly on it. Um, I usually do better at Tron than, than I did, but it was still really cool to be able to play. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, they also, of course, had the Miss Pac-Man machine, and notably, every Miss Pac-Man machine I came across this trip in every single arcade that I went to, they were all upgraded with the Turbo Kits. Which is to say, uh, it's a upgrade where Miss Pac-Man moves very, very fast. Uh, it's something that is very common in a lot of machines uh, for Miss Pac-Man. Um, but yeah, it was just surprising that I didn't see a single stock, uh, a single stock Miss Pac-Man. There was even a Turbo Pac-Man machine, which isn't quite as common. Usually. When you see a Pac-Man machine, it's just plain Jane Pac-Man. But 
Uh, anyway, uh, so that was that place. They had a couple pinball machines, but they were in uh, varying states of repair. But it was still pretty cool to be able to go up there, bring a drink up, and you know, it's it's first and foremost a suburban barbecue joint. So the arcade portion is um, it's not super busy, and you can just kind of leisurely waltz around and poke at the machines and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was really nice. I I enjoyed my time there. Did you enjoy the restaurant? Uh, yeah, Kayla? it was good. And um, Teddy liked looking at the. Uh the toy collection on oh, the main yeah. floor. Yeah. Was it He-Man toys and some Star Wars toys? Yeah. Some model cars, uh, like scale model cars and stuff. You know, uh, I guess it was a guy who owned the shop. All his toy collections and stuff were circled around. And my son has kind of gotten into, or our son. <laughs> hi. Hi, Mom. Hi. <laughs> our son uh, has been really getting into toys lately and not just... And not just you know just playing with them, but uh, collecting them and analyzing them and appraising them. God, I wonder where he got that from. <laughs> Whoops, my, my <laughs> bee. Um, so he really enjoyed being able to look around and look at older toys and ask you know how old they were and and uh, what the toy lines were and all that kind of stuff. So he he was having fun too. And he did come upstairs and look at the video games, but uh you know, he didn't really play much because I think he knows that um he, he can tell he's not getting something when he plays them just yet. But he likes to look at them and he likes to mess around with the controls a little bit. But it's but that was fun. It's Mario Maker or nothing with him. Oh, Mario Maker. Well, I'm glad he really <laughs> likes Mario Maker because it lets him just, he'll do all these creative things and say like, oh, this is, in this level, Mario's got to go up to the ship and stop this and do this. And he makes up stories with his levels and stuff, which is really fun fun to see and see that little spark of creativity in him. Um, and then the last one that I went to, the fourth one in a row, was... The granddaddy of them all. The biggest arcade, or at least as far as I'm aware, in the Midwest, or perhaps the United States, is the Galloping Ghost Arcade in Brookfield, Illinois. And, uh, yeah, there's a ton of games there. In fact, it's kind of hard to walk around sometimes because machines are just so closely packed next to one one another because there's just so many. Uh, and these guys have all kinds of rare machines, including prototypes. Uh, one big one they have is Primal Rage 2, which never came out. Uh, they have that prototype machine. Another big prototype machine they have is the Beavis and Butthead Beat-Em-Up game from Atari. And the controls there consist of a joystick and two buttons. One that is cool, and the other one that is kick-ass. Those are the names of the two buttons, <laughs> the two action buttons. Um, but it's really cool just to go around and kind of explore. Uh, you know, I went with uh, my nephews and Teddy and my brother-in-law, and, uh, and and it was fun to just kind of go around. We, we, we would go around our separate ways, and then we would bump into each other, as we were checking out different games, and we'd say, like, oh, what game did you check out? Oh, what game did you check out? I played this one. Oh, I played this one. And so sometimes we would we would play, like, second, uh, you know, 
two players on something or sometimes you know uh benjamin or jonathan would would call me over and say hey you got to check this one out or you got to check this one out over here and then uh nathan just basically uh palled around with teddy the whole day and <laughs> they had fun um uh, my brother-in-law Tom actually took Teddy for a little bit, and they played Ninja Turtles together. And Teddy was having a lot of fun and telling, uh, telling his uncle Tom all about Ninja Turtles and everything there was to learn. Um, very cute. Uh, but yeah, I, I got to introduce a couple cool games. Um, Jonathan really liked Bubble Bobble. Have you played that one, honey? With um, did they have little dinosaurs? Little dinosaurs and they blow yeah. bubbles. Yeah, yep. I remember yeah. that one. Jonathan liked that one. I think I played it at the Galloping Ghost before. Yeah, I like that one a lot. We took you there for your very first Father's Day. Yes, we did. And Teddy was just a little thing. Yep. Yeah, I believe I, I believe I played some games with him hung on a sling in front of right. me. Um, and I got to play kicks with Benjamin. Benjamin loved kicks. Are you familiar with that one? I have no idea what that is. It's one where you, um, it's it, it's just sort of like a geometric game, and you have to draw boxes and complete boxes before a thing that's bouncing around the screen hits you. Okay. And so it's just a little thing. You have to complete, you have to fill up a certain amount of the screen before you move on to the next level. Um, it's a really fun game. I, I've played it a lot on... Um, different systems i have it for uh my atari 8 bits uh, 800 and 800xl and all that kind of stuff it's a really fun game really good what would you like me to set up an atari 800 in teddy's room should we do that do you I, think? I don't think that's necessary oh, well what if we did i have extras <laughs> i could set up <laughs> I, know you do. I could set up a ti-99 in teddy's bedroom that'd be fun we could learn how to program basic together why huh? can't he do it in here Five feet away from his room. <laughs> but he could have his own, though, is what oh, I'm goodness. saying. <laughs> um, did you play the Nibbler game? Oh, of course I did. In, uh... Nibbler by Rockola. I love Nibbler. That's Nib- my favorite. Nibbler is really fun. I'm not very good at it. I need to practice more. Um, did I tell you, Katie, that I have um, on the Tandy color computer I have? I have a version of Nibbler on that machine. Which we can one? play. That one the that's up there on the shelf. The brown one or the other brown one? Ugh, they're not brown. <laughs> they're they're uh, cheese beige. That's what they are. They're, they're yellowed beige. No, that one over there on the shelf. Yeah, you see it? The big right? one? The big white one. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have it on that one. Um, I don't know if it's been ported to any other system. It must have been ported onto the Commodore. Everything got ported to the Commodore. Um, that game is really fun. I don't think if I played anything else. I think I played Cubert. Um, uh, Jonathan insisted on being a masochist and only playing the the extra tough Cubert that they had. Mm-hmm. They had one that's like faster, stronger, harder, you know, Cubert. And Jonathan was like, this is the only one I'm going to play. If I'm going to get good, this is the one I'm going to play. <laughs> it's like, all right, you know, the normal one's right there. Yeah. Nope, nope. He's he, 11. Yeah, he had to play the tough one. Um, of course, they have beat 'em ups there. I don't like to play beat 'em ups at the Galloping Ghost. I, I don't. I generally don't like to play beat 'em ups in arcades, anyways. Um, them being such quarter sucks. They're kind of um, it's obvious, especially in 
the Galloping Ghost, which is for, uh, everything's set on free play. You just pay a single enter entrance fee, and everything's on free play. You just play it to your heart's desire. Um, and when you're playing on a beat 'em up on free play in an arcade, it's just kind of it gets monotonous and boring, hmm. and you kind of think to yourself, like you look around, you're like, man, there's so many other games around here. I don't want to just keep plowing around at this one uh, for another twenty to thirty minutes. You know, do you think on free play it takes away the a certain element of excitement that comes with having to pay for it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, hmm. Frankly, if I'm gonna play a beat 'em up, I'd rather just do it at home. I can kind of start and stop when I want, and it's it's cathartic for, for like five minutes, and then I can put it away. That's now about. I'm assuming when you say beat 'em up, it's one of those like side-scrolling things where you yes. come through and <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Um, like Double Dragon, Ninja Turtles. I don't know what Double Dragon is, but I know what Ninja okay. Turtles is. All right. All right. Sunset um, Riders. That's kind of a beat em up. It's a weird, it's sort of a run and gun, but it has what the hell? a level a structure. Gun. Like Contra. I don't know what that is. Gunstar Heroes. <laughs> um, it, it has. It's a run and gun, but with like the level structure of a beat em up. Okay. Anyway, um, but also while I was there, I got to see someone who was very good at Robotron. Um, I played a game, and he was just very nice. He was there with his son, and uh, and, and I asked him if he wanted to play because he was just sort of looking over his, uh, my shoulder, looking at. Me. He's like, "Well, we can we can do doubles if you want." I said, "Sure, let's let's play a game of doubles." So, me and this uh, middle aged stranger, you know, playing a game of doubles on Robotron, and uh, so I played my turn and did whatever, and then. For the next 15 minutes, he played his turn. Um, Katie, it was like Katie and me playing, except I was now in Katie's role, watching someone else who was just that much better now, than me at the game. Excuse me. <laughs> I would like you to clarify that this is only with certain games. Oh, it's true. With pinball, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with video games, I tend to I tend to, to dominate there, but, but with pinball, it's... I, I I I can do good, but if I'm bad, I just stink on ice, and there's nothing to do about it. And Katie will just bulldoze it. Um, so so anyway, thank you. With regards to a video game, <laughs> I was in I was in the rare position of being the Katie. You mean? <laughs> also, that's not even a fair. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, you're maybe right. Maybe a cabinet game. Because I'm good at other games, like at home, Dr. Oh. Mario, oh, I will yeah, kick Dr. your Mario. ass every time. That's true. Well, all right, not every time. <laughs> but Super Mario but, World? But we are competitive. We are competitive at, at home. Um, but anyway, so this guy was like, was just really good. I, I couldn't believe what a great job he was doing playing this. And uh, just racking up extra lives left and right. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I was just amazed watching him play. And his son was there, too, and I was looking. I was like, wow, Dad, I didn't know you were good at video games. And he was, he was like, well, you know, I've played this one a lot. And he was very humble about it. Kind of reminded me if if my dad was really good at a game like that. That's how he would act. Um, but, uh, yeah, so th- that was really cool getting to see him, getting to see him put his, his name up on the thing. And it was number one on that. 
It was really cool. And then I kept trying to play Robotron, and I never never quite got to my best that I had had um, at Logan. But what are you going to do? What That's was the machine that people watched you play? Oh, people did watch me play Donkey Kong <laughs> um, at the Galloping Ghost. Uh, that was kind of cool. I'm not really that good. Um, you know, like... I, You're not like that weird man with the hair that cheats? Oh, Billy Mitchell? No. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I'm not even close to that caliber. But I can hold my own. I can usually score about, you know, 80,000, 90,000 in a game, which is fine. It's it's better than average, I guess. Um, but, you know, still people were, would look... Because most people, when they play, they could get about like twenty to thirty thousand, and then that's kind of it. Um, so, but but someone was looking over and then congratulated me on my score after I was done, <laughs> and then he went to go play the game, and I just said, "You got it, man. Go get go get Pauline. You got it." Uh, but that was fun. And then I played Donkey Kong Junior. and I stuck up the joint. Uh, Donkey Kong Junior. is a very um, very tough game. It's it's weird because uh, Donkey Kong Junior's. Uh, this was mentioned. At, uh, I went to go see at the Midwest Gaming Classic the Watch Out for Fireballs panel, and they mentioned this about uh, Donkey Kong Junior. And what what makes it so hard is that Donkey Kong Junior's hitbox changes as you jump, whereas Mario still is the same square. Um, there's a lot more surface area to go wrong in a game of Donkey Kong Jr. But anyway, uh, that about does it for my arcade trips. What? Um, were there any others that you think I should have talked about? Or? No, I just didn't know if you were going to mention that their pinball machines weren't... Oh, with the Galloping Ghosts, they yeah. weren't there. Because... Yeah. Because they're, they're doing an expansion yeah. at some point. It's been in the works for... It feels like a while now, but I could be wrong. But that, uh, yeah, that'll be cool when they finally do that. Because I know, because they have a, um, uh, what is that one machine? They have one of the Creature from the Black Lagoon machines where, like, they have, like, a full dummy of the Creature of the Black Lagoon looming over the machine. Ooh. Wouldn't that be great, honey? No. It'd be wonderful. Um, and there's also, uh, they have a Space Invaders pinball machine, which is pretty cool. It has some cool lighting effects in it. That you makes know what it I really would like neat. to find? What's that? A Dolly Parton machine. The Dolly Parton pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> Electromechanical. I do like, I love electromechanical pinball machines. Someday, honey, when we're rich and famous, we'll get a nice big house and we'll do buy. We have to be famous. Okay, Can't we'll we just, just be, rich. be rich. We'll be rich and then we'll buy, <laughs> we'll buy a house and we'll have some of those electromechanical pinball machines and, and, uh, and some regular know. ones. And some regular ones, and you have a nice giant walk-in closet, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll have lots of counter space for the kitchen, so so we can, so we'll have more space to do our cooking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we can dream. The dream. Um, anyway, well, do you have anything else to say? Speak your piece. Say your piece, however you I say I am that. much better than you at a lot of games. Okay. <laughs> I just want that to be clear. Okay. I did You're not right. appreciate your condescending comments. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Um, yes, you are very good at Dr. Mario and very, very good at Super Mario World. Um, and uh, you're not you're not too bad at Burger Time. Oh, it's so stressful. It's pretty good at Burger Time. And Bump and Jump. 
Um, that's a good game. That's one uh, I know you're good at. Anyway, uh, anything you'd like to plug there, Katie? Mm. Katie? Okay. Plug? I always plug the Western New York Law Center. Ooh, website. Uh, Where do we go? Oh, please don't go to our website. It's really bad, but uh. we're getting a new one. <laughs> it's WNYLC.com. Okay. You can get our phone number and stuff from there, but we are getting a new one that will be much better. Okay. And what does Western New York, new York Law Center do? Uh, we are a not-for-profit law office that does foreclosure prevention, and we also have a consumer debt clinic to help people that are being sued for things like credit card debt or medical debt, um, and our services are completely free. That's great. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. sound surprised. I've been doing this for I'm almost not, 10 years. I'm not trying to sound surprised. I'm trying to sell it. I'm trying. Oh, okay. I'm, the, I'm the, playing the advertiser here. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's not a surprise, but <laughs> trying to make it be like, yeah, wow, go to the Western New York Law Center. You, you should, should if you're having trouble with your home. Uh, anything else to plug? Hamilton? <laughs> go see <laughs> Hamilton. It's way cheaper in Chicago. So for as much as it would cost you to see it in New York, you can like pay for a whole weekend in Chicago and still see it. There you go. Um, oh, keep listening because molly and i will be back with a podcast and nate oh and aaron uh not my brother aaron no. no has aaron ever been on your podcast no he will when we talk about godzilla okay but yeah why would you bring him up then I don't know. <laughs> aaron parks uh molly and i and nate will be doing a podcast coming up here about disney channel original movies hmm all Which right. I will be making Nate watch all this week. Uh, yes. I want to see Luck of the Irish. Oh, my God. Which I can't believe that a movie like that exists. Uh-huh. It's, we watched a short clip of it, and I was just flabbergasted by it. I, it's just, this is a, wow. I can't believe you haven't seen Smart House, because, I, like, everyone has seen Smart House. The only reason I know it is because it's katie seagal i believe it's her yeah, name she, she plays, plays leela on futurama mm-hmm. and she's also married with, she played uh al bundy's wife and married with children and she plays the house in smart house she does. And, and uh the advertisement is funny because it's just like katie seagal wagging her finger over a house be like not my house <laughs> and it's very we're gonna watch it it's very silly looking um brink Xenon Girl of the 21st Century, Moto Crossed. We're going to watch them all this oh week, Nate. Oh, my I'll word. I'll buy you more beer. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, something I do want to plug is the geek uh, for... Uh, let me say that again. Something I do want to make sure I get out there. Uh, September is Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. And if you go on to thegeekverse.com you'll see uh, banners for uh, to donate to Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month campaigns, which would go to, to fund uh, different funds through GoFundMe that can get to people who need care during this time for, for children who have cancer. A couple of people, a couple of uh, my colleagues in the Geekiverse have uh, had family members who have passed away from pediatric cancer. Um, there'll be a link on the show notes for this uh, as well as all the month of September I highly encourage you to find that information and to donate please please and thank you cancer is awful let's uh, get rid of it forever 
other things to plug much more selfish things to plug keep listening to this podcast memorymachinepod.com uh it's it just links to all the memory machine articles from the geekiverse but you know it's a good way to get there and see the stuff will you please do a full podcast just in your like radio man voice my radio man voice you can go to thegeekiverse.com for updates and new information on sorts of things including reviews <laughs> it's i think it's funny. so good but you can go there um there is also the soundcloud page i think it's it, it's called it's a thing media is the soundcloud page you can go there and uh and the itunes geekiverse itunes and that's where you can get all the geekiverse podcasts including Girls Who Geek, which are also doing a Disney Channel original movie podcast. So there's a little bit of crossover going on. We'll we'll have promos on the respective shows, and and don't worry, it's not going to be the same. They're different people on both of these. They have different perspectives, and and there there's a wide swath of ideas and opinions to be had. And so, so many movies. And so many movies. So many movies. Really, this should just be its own podcast where you go through at each and every Disney Channel original movie. Um, but <laughs> Katie looks tempted. Um, <laughs> um, but so you can go there to, uh, for Girls Who Geek. Um, you can go. Yeah, there's the uh, Geek Scott game, uh, video game review and news podcast. There is also the spoiler spoiler cast going over new movies. There's one about Ant-Man and the Wasp and one about that new Mission Impossible movie that came out. Um, which one is that? Mission Impossible 5? 6? 17. 18? Yeah. Who knows? I haven't seen any of them. I haven't either. <laughs> but let me tell you the weird, obscure movies I have seen. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else to plug. YouTube. Geekiverse YouTube channel. You can go there. Mm-hmm. There's videos. P.S. Trex is going on right now. It's one of the big ones. Uh, uh, often colleague Seth Zielinski, um frequent colleague Seth Zielinski, uh, is doing a video series about the history of PlayStation and PlayStation games, specifically uh, <laughs> PlayStation 1. <laughs> Katie is <laughs> yawning. She is firmly in the, a, a Nintendo in the Nintendo camp. Um, yeah, I don't give a flying behind. Behind. Well, maybe you will if you see the series. I've seen maybe. the series. I do and, like Seth. And a couple, yeah, and he does a good job of explaining what's cool about these games. You know, I, I was a Nintendo boy growing up, and I did not grow up with PlayStation One. In fact, PlayStation One is kind of what uh, dampered my enthusiasm for new games for about ten to fifteen years. <laughs> um, but seeing it through his eyes and hearing his words about it allows me to see it through a new perspective and it's really cool uh so please check that out there's also my stuff that you can follow you can follow me on twitter at nate underscore lockhart um you can also oh i'm on instagram you are on nathaniel finally nathaniel dot lockhart you can find me there i mostly am showing off stuff to do with my uh my little projects here and there that i've been working on little circuitry stuff and gutting cigar cigar boxes and turning them into things like raspberry pi cases and all that kind of fun stuff i'm trying to think if there's anything else to plug there but i think that about does it so please keep an eye on this space lots of great stuff coming this month and the next 
including uh, bonus podcasts this month and the next. So hip hip hooray for that. Anything else? Your Twitter is lock underscore Kate underscore heart. Do you want people to follow you there? It's fine. (laughs) Okay. Well, in any case, thank you very much again for listening. We'll be back again next week with a much fuller episode. Uh, Stay tuned for that. And yeah, we love you. Bye.